Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Man, so much stuff to get to today. Trumpism and conservatism battle it out. Primaries across the country, in particular the one taking place in Arizona. Talk about that. But first, how about it? We got another one. This one, arguably as big as Osama bin Laden. My fellow American, on Saturday, at my direction, the United States successfully concluded an airstrike in Kabul, Afghanistan, that killed the emir of al-Qaeda, Iman al-Zawiri. Zawiri was uh, bin Laden's leader. He was his number two man, his deputy at the time the terrorist attacked 9-11. For decades, he was the mastermind behind attacks against Americans, including the bombing of the USS Cole in 2000. He played a key role in the bombing of U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania. Yeah. And many people think that uh, Al-Zawari, in many cases, was more of the mastermind than Osama was. Osama was the money guy. Osama was the face. But this guy was the brains, his former surgeon, who also, as we talk about, you know, masterminding something, played a huge part in Anwar Sadat and being shot, all, all of this stuff. I mean, this, this is a bad, bad dude. And he got blowed the blank up, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. So how did we get him? That's a very interesting thing. Because we're finding out we use none of those wacky weapons. In July, the CIA built a model of the safe house to show the president how a strike could be carried out. Biden authorized the strike days later. And on Sunday, around 6 a.m., a drone fired two Hellfire missiles at Ilzawarhi as he stepped onto the balcony of the safe house. Sources say no one else was killed. Experts say Hellfire missiles do not explode. Instead, the missiles are equipped with razor-like blades extending from the fuselage, which slightly through a target yeah and it sliced through his ass big time i mean massive cut him to bits and pieces probably nothing left uh over and done it was not something that was done quickly uh like a lot of these things there's planning there's time but the interesting thing is where he was the whole thought process is you guys need to understand this and this should be a message to everybody out there no matter who you are, no matter what you do, 20 years, 30 years, you will never, ever sleep in the same place and don't ever get comfortable. Because there will be a knock on the door from a weapon. There will be a knock on the door from something that is coming for you. It is striking that this occurred in the capital city of Afghanistan and the timing could not be more significant. The fact that the United States pulled out of Afghanistan in late August, early September of 2021. And almost a year later, we are finding out that Al Qaeda's senior leader had been hiding out in Kabul since at least the spring. Yeah, kind of plain sight just there well how was he doing it bill zawarhi was found in a wealthy area of kabul just steps from the u.s embassy less than one year after u.s forces pulled out of afghanistan and the taliban took over claiming they had changed their ways secretary of state antony blinken says by sheltering il zawarhi the taliban grossly violated the terms of the doha agreement the peace deal reached before the u.s withdrawal what they were helping him Here's something very interesting. You know that that bout guy, the Victor Boot or Victor Vote guy that uh, we're talking about trading for Brittany Kreiner. One of the reasons we wanted him so bad, and I think they got him in Thailand or Singapore, is the fact that he supplied a massive amount of weapons to the Taliban. 
The fact that we were even talking about going, hey, here's some, uh, here, 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 we'll take a WNBA star and this guy, Wheeler who is should not be in jail and talk about somebody who's being used as a, a, a as a uh, as a, a political puppet who is nowhere near being a spy we'll take those two and you guys can have this character but we got this character this bad sob is dead and he can rot in hell that is a huge win for the Biden administration and quite frankly for America At the end of the day it's a massive win for america it really is and and you know uh does it change a lot no in in the sense of you know so we're safer today i i i don't know who's out there behind him remember the the one behind may be worse there is no kinder gentler guys behind there's nobody back there going i think maybe we're going to take a different track i think we're going to try to plumb you're not finding that you find there's somebody else. And in many cases, they tend to be even more radical. But we got him, and that's that's good. Primary day across the country. A lot of things on tap. I'm going to talk about the conservatism. We're going to get into it today. Also, Adam Kroll is going to join the show. But one of the things that's going to be out there is a big thing and no candidates. Kansas becoming the first state in the nation to put this question of abortion rights directly to voters after Roe versus Wade was overturned. Polls are just about to open here and advocates on both sides say the stakes could not be higher. They were out canvassing, door knocking, urging people to vote on the ballot, whether the state's constitution should be amended to remove protections for abortion rights. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. So it's on the ballot. Now, they had a chance to try to get on the ballot here in Arizona. It was they just had no time to do it. They only had several weeks and they fell short. But the reality is, is is this there few states are putting it to the test, letting the people decide. The Kansas primary election Tuesday will put the right to an abortion on the ballot for the first time since the Supreme Court overturned federal abortion protections. The value then both amendment, if passed, would strip abortion protections from the state constitution, giving a GOP-controlled legislature the power to pass new laws. Advocates say the first state-level test on abortion has energized people on both sides of the issue, even during a midterm primary where voter turnout is historically lower. Yeah, and that's uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. How much lower is it going to be? How much lower is it going to be today across uh, several of these states? And is this going to bring out, in particular, many more people that are on the left side of the aisle than the right side of the aisle in a place like Kansas, which tends to be somewhat conservative? It's not Berkeley, that's what I'm saying. But here in Arizona, we got a different side of things. We have a battle that many of the country have been paying attention to, and a lot of people are focusing in on, uh, which is the governor's race. And the governor's race, and again, this is primaries. As I try to explain to people today, whoever wins this isn't governor, but whoever wins this may send a message to conservatives and Republicans across the country that this is the place that uh, uh, this this is the area of which the Republicans are going to be heading towards, which is, is it more Trumpism or is it more conservatism? Are they going back to the conservative roots or, or are they going to be a more populous Trump base? You've pit two people. You've got both women, by the way, 
In fact, whoever wins this is facing a woman in the general, which will be Katie Hobbs, who the Republicans elevated to stardom because of the 2020 election and fraud and all that stuff. So this is what, I mean, 60 Minutes, I mean, you name it. I mean, every talk show, you know, talking edge show over the last several weeks has had their eye on this because it is also pitted Doug Ducey, governor here right now, who used to be very close with the president. Uh, Chris Christie was out here on Friday campaigning for, for one of the candidates uh, and uh, several others, including Mike Pence on one side and Trump on the other. So you've got Karen Taylor Robeson, who's very conservative, like very, very conservative. Reg- if Reagan was alive, she worked for Reagan. It would be one of those things where Reagan's given her the nod. Then you've got Carrie Lake, former newscaster, uh, big popular name here, but people don't know who she really is because she used to be very liberal, according to a lot of things. Uh, how much of that is real and not real? It looks pretty real, but she's embraced Trump and, you know, she's embraced the big lie. In fact, she's already come out and said, ah. There's already cheating going on. She's already setting up a narrative that if I win, it will only be because of fraud. And that is that is wrong. I think that in and of itself should should disqualify her from being the governor of this great state. She is already attempting to undermine the vote before the votes are even counted. Yeah, and that's not good. I mean, that is not good. But, yeah, she came out last week and said that. And uh, uh, when put to, you know, uh, when put to her on numerous occasions, uh, she won't discuss it. She's they've got stuff going on. Uh, look, can cheating go on? Absolutely. Did things happen potentially in the last election where there were some serious questions that needed to be asked? There's no doubt you can ask questions, but until you have the proof, as we always say, you've got nothing. And she's already coming out and saying that. And I mean, uh, she is following Trump's playbook to a T. Here's the weird thing. If you ask me today, you asked me last night, who do I think is going to win? I think I said Karen Taylor Robeson, I think, might win this. If you ask me now, I said Carrie Lake might win this. I have no idea. One poll has her up by 18 points. Other polls had it a dead heat. I couldn't tell you who's going to win. But you've got Trump on one side, Pence, Christie, Doug Ducey, the, the, the conservative old school on the other. And... Unlike a lot of states, this wasn't a push to vote for the worst. Independents are staying out of this completely. They're not showing up. They're not. So is this going to be, you know, where somebody may win the general but can't get through the primary? It's a possibility. But a lot of people are looking at this and saying, if because Trump has campaigned out here on numerous occasions, if is this the if he loses, maybe Trumpism isn't what it was. If he wins, does it mean he now controls the party in more ways than people think? We'll see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Imagine this. You post a meme, you get a on your door, and it's the popo. The 5-0, the fuzz, the buzz. Yeah, wait do you hear the story. It's crazy. Adam Kroll is going to join us at the bottom hour as well. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad, go there. Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor, has done so much in his life, but raised on a farm in Missouri, loves dogs, and this is his thing. He he loves what he does for animals because of his passion for dogs, and I love that because his passion for dogs has made my dog doodle happier and healthier than you could imagine. Incredible 
what he has done with Rough Greens. It's called K9 Vita Smart. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, all this amazing stuff, and it brings your dog's food to life. He wants to give you a bag for free. He doesn't even want to charge you for it. He wants you to try it. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. Simple and easy. It's a two-week jump start. You're going to love it. My dog, Doodle, is benefiting like you could not believe because he's here years after we thought we were going to put him to sleep. RUFFgreens.com slash Chad. Get your free bag now. Cover the cost of shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Running with scissors sounds great compared to this. Say Bill Zawarki was second in command to Osama bin Laden at the time of the 9-11 attacks, taking over al-Qaeda after bin Laden was killed in 2011. He remained elusive, with a $25 million bounty on his head, believed to be hiding on the Afghanistan-Pakistan border. But he was in Kabul. So... You decide, I don't want to live like this anymore. I'm sick of looking at the ass end of a sheep, or my only two choices are hide my daughters inside, right? Uh, go out and peddle some crap uh, as much as I can based on what the Taliban wants me to do, become part of the Taliban, or, you know, be an opium farmer, right? The, the, those seem to be my, my, you know, whatever the Taliban will allow me to do, or I make a phone call. And in that phone call, I reveal, take a look at this guy. You guys check him out. You get $25 million. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the guy anyway. I don't know him. <laughs> but you have to say, look, here, here, here's the conditions. I'm not staying here. You're not handing me $25 million and leaving me in this hellhole surrounded by people that want me dead. So we want out. That's, that's part of the condition, is we want out. Yeah, that absolutely, 100%. 323-538-2423. Three, three, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. I always tell uh, uh, my, on the local show that I have, that uh, I always tell my on-air partner, he's like, I don't get the woke stuff, I just do He's seen it kind of permeate in society now. And I, and I say to him, I say to him, uh, you just don't understand. I said, man, it's, it's, it's this, this world that we live in is getting wackier by the day. And a guy by the name of Darren Brady, who is a former vet, he's 51. He lives in Hampshire, Aldershot. That's one of my first teams I played with when I was over there. I used to live in Aldershot. Uh, he gets a knock at the door, and it is the police. No. Nope. Which helps your police would realise how ridiculous this is. It is ridiculous. It is. Look, I'm to come to this. What did it need to come to? Tell what, 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 that was posted. Listen to the answer as they're arresting him for a meme that the police officer says to him. It's because obviously anxiety based upon your social media post. It has caused anxiety. You're being arrested because the post 
that you put up, which the guy that originally posted, Lawrence Fox, uh, he was actually there filming it. And they're like, he's like, why are you arresting me and not him? What is it? It was the LGBT flags, a bunch of them put together, and then there was a swastika in there. Okay. Uh, So the best way to show fascism is evil and bad is by fascism. Exchange LGBT for anything that anybody doesn't like and that causes anxiety. And imagine the knock at the door that you would get because a meme. When I first heard this, I'm like, did he threaten to kill a bunch of people? No. He posted a meme that didn't seem to bug, you know, the powers that be on some of the social media. But it made somebody uncomfortable and gave them anxiety. Are you kidding me? We talk about stuff like this because these are things that if people got their way would happen more often than not. And that is scary. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, Adam Carolla, the ace man, is going to join us straight ahead. Talk about his new book, Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Love having him on the show. In fact, uh, growing up in Los Angeles, being around L.A., you guys might know him as Adam Carolla. I originally knew him as Mr. Burcham on the Kevin and Bean show. Uh, he's a comedian. He's the podcaster of podcasters and, of course, best-selling author's new book, Adam Carolla's new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something, Advice, Answers, But No Apologies. Adam, thanks for joining the program today. Thanks for having me, Chad. You know what? I'm I'm I was going through a lot of this and and I've I've read a good portion of it. Uh and one of the things that struck me is I, I sit there and I'm like, okay, when I first got the book, I'm like, wait a minute, these are people asking him questions. Cuz you know what you're going to get, right? You get a book and it's freaking amazing, dude. How'd you come up with this idea? Uh it wasn't my idea. It was Mike Lynch, the guy I write all my books with idea he just had this notion that we could do more interesting things if i was answering questions because if you think about it when you write a book you answer your own questions you essentially pose questions to yourself and then you you answer the stuff you want to answer the stuff you're thinking about but if you have people ask the questions then you're kind of forced to think Differently, you're kind of forced to get outside your own box and and kind of go places you wouldn't normally have gone. So that's what I kind of like about it. A bunch of questions were asked where I was like, eh, "Never thought about that before," but but here it goes. You know, it's funny because people are like, "What kind of questions are they?" Well, like one of the questions is peeing in the pool. Okay, <laughs> like yeah. never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, no, I. I have thought about that. It, it's okay. But in the book, I mention if you are going to someone else's house or your kid is who has a pool, 
and they're going to be hanging out there for the whole summer, the first move you do is get in your bathing suit, get in the pool, and then get out of the pool after about 10 minutes and say to the dad, um, could I go in the house and use the bathroom or is there a bathroom outside or should I drive myself off? You will, he will then look at you as a person who does not pee in the pool because the first day you went in there, you got out 10 minutes later and said, I got to use the bathroom and went inside and used the bathroom. From that day on, you can pee in the pool all the time, every time. All the time, every time. And I think that's uh, most people kind of, that's like perfect advice on, especially if you're sending your kids elsewhere. I just come to the real estate the kids come over to my pool and all they want to do is pee in it. That's why we have a pool, apparently. Adam Carolla joins the program. Everything reminds me of something, advice, answers, but no apologies. Uh how many questions did you get? Because I, I find this fascinating. Because, you, again, you answer some bizarre questions, you know, uh, but you answer some real questions as well. How did you guys sift through all that? Um, we put it out there that people should ask us questions. We put it out to some of our some celebrity friends and people like that and <clears throat> just put it out, ask questions. And we got tons and tons of questions. And I didn't sift through them because I didn't really want to, like, I was looking at, like, like an improv game. I didn't want to pick, you know, the location and the relationship. I wanted the audience to sort of shout it out. So the guy I wrote the book with pulled the questions that he thought would be interesting. I mean, not the celebrity questions were the celebrity questions, but he pulled the ones he thought would be interesting. And then he just would ask them. He just say to me, "Here's how do you answer this?" And then he'd start typing, and I'd start talking. Uh, the fact that you got pop goes the culture, but immediately it's it's ninth chapter, and you hit on kung fu, one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, and you're thinking to yourself, wait, this is Adam Carolla. You guys are talking about kung fu. You're going back in the day with you know with Carradine and all of these things. But you again, you hit on pop culture, and it's amazing. Well, you know, hopefully the book comes across as sort of a, you know, potpourri of different flavors, pop culture, cars, political stuff, sociological stuff, you know, kids, relationships. Like, uh, and and the, the nice feedback that I've been getting on the book is that it's funny, but it's also kind of interesting, like maybe a little thought-provoking, some insights, that kind of stuff, which is always the goal. The goal is try try to be funny, but see if you can make people think a little bit along the way. You find it hard. I mean, like for me, you know, uh, I do talk radio. I'm blessed. I'm on a bunch of stations across the country. I've got a bunch of listeners. That's great. But it, the thought of, of having a conversation with people, because I feel like we're so fragmented now that you can't find this, what I call the exhaustive majority, who are a little bit left, a little bit right, will laugh at everything they seem to be shut out and real conversation to discord doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, we've just decided that the middle was boring. You know, we don't, we don't really like the middle class even, you know, like we like extreme poverty or extreme wealth or everything's like an energy drink, you know? And, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like every, every, product now every drink is made either to 
bring you up or knock you down, you know, like everything is, is extreme in the middle. It's like considered so boring or, or so passe or so something when that's really the best part of this country is, is sort of the middle. And we, we decided to sort of demonize just that, that, that concept of just living a regular life, you know, take care of your family, paying your bills, knowing your neighbors, you know, just like this normal stuff that used to be a part of our society. It's like, it, it's not, you know, it's like people are sitting around telling stories about their, about their childhood. And it sounds like everyone grew up in a slum in Calcutta. Now we didn't have this. We didn't have that. You know, they're all, you ever have these blowhards tell you these stories where they're like, they're trying to make it like we were struggling growing up. We were low. Well, we're definitely lower middle class or something. And then at some point they go, my first semester at Stanford, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you went to Stanford? Like, well, we didn't, have, we didn't have much money. It's like, well, you went to Stanford. We, we, there was some money somewhere. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's, just, it's a weird time where we've decided we don't like the middle. And I, I, I don't get it. The middle is a good place to hang out. It's a good place to hang out. I'm telling everybody, it's not boring. It's what reality is, because I don't live in the extremes of either, because quite frankly, both of those people bore the crap out of me, and they're insane. I like to live where normalcy is. Yes, we can have fun, but I, I just, if I can't have a conversation with people, I, I don't know what we're doing. And, you know, you're from, I'm from California. I was born and raised there. I'm now blessed to live in Arizona, because quite frankly, California got to the point where taxes and insanity, high crime all of that stuff, you see more and more people move out of there. And it goes back to, you know, a lot of what you answer in this book about people don't live in the world of reality anymore. California, their politicians have lost the world of reality. Oh, my God. I mean, we the way we reacted to covid, the you know, masking mandates, like shutting down schools. I mean, we went insane. We went insane. But we're, we also California doesn't have anyone in politics who like runs a small business or has experience in the private sector. We have like our, we, we just have like seven crazy yentas. Like your mom's, you remember when you're in high school and your mom had those her crazy friends. That's that's it. Like seven policy for everything. It's 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 insane. And obviously that's why people are leaving. As soon as my kids graduate from high school, I think uh, I think I'll have to cut out. Yeah, I just I had to get out of there, and I, and they're still chasing me for taxes. I'm like, dude, I haven't lived in your state for five years. Why are you coming after me for taxes? Well, because you know we got to pay for all the insanity here. This stuff isn't free. Right, <laughs> it's crazy. Talking to Adam Carolla, everything reminds me of something: advice, answers, but no apologies. Uh, book is out; it's doing well. I see you all over the place. Uh, you want people to take one thing away from the book. Uh, what What is that one thing? Um, it's funny. I mean, I think a lot of people lose sight of comedy. They start to think about politics a little too much. But ultimately, I'm a comedian. And if I write a book, that book has to be funny. And this book is funny. But I would just say go to Amazon, read the reviews. If you like what you read, then uh, go out and get it. When it comes to comedy, uh, 
Do you think cancel culture, and again, we talk about whatever it is, you know, the, the, the I call it the revenge culture. Do you, do you think it helps, like somebody like you, somebody like, you know, the Bill Burrs of the world, I think it helps them at times because it gives them something. I think if you're young and you're coming up, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you have to establish yourself as that person that doesn't play that game. And if you establish yourself as that, then it could actually be part of your brand. I mean, it could could benefit you, but if you're coming up, it's probably more difficult. But it's always, you know, comedy's a tough business. It's always been a tough business. There's, you know, X amount of people who want to do it. There's X amount of people who can do it. There's X amount of time on stage. It's just, it, it's, it's always tough for one reason or another. This is just another reason. But if you're really good, it's, it's, you know, it's no different than being a singer, being a dancer, you know, being a, look at a low percentage job, talk radio host. You're really good. You'll figure it out. That's that much I know. Everything reminds me of something. Advice, answers, but no apologies. Adam Carolla's new book. Adam, appreciate you coming on today, my man. Thanks for having me. Always good to talk to you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. If you missed any of the show, including the interview there for Corolla, make sure you grab the podcast. Eden Pure, EdenPureDeals.com. Go there. Save big. Uh, you can. I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you guys right now. You're going to save big on the best air purifiers around. And I'm talking little purifiers, right? Use code chat three. You're going to save huge. You're going to get three of these things. And they're small. Plug them into your wall. Don't hear it. Nothing's quiet. Sounds like this. And the smell, the Oxyleaf 2 thunderstorm, it kills the smells. And what else does it do? Smells a little bit like a thunderstorm. Oh, 250,000 plus already sold. No filters to buy over and over again. Silent amazing no floor space taken up and it destroys odors right now save 200 dollars on eden pure thunderstorm three pack get the whole home coverage for your kitchen office bedroom or anywhere you want to get rid of odors go to edenpuredeals.com put in discount code chad three to save 200 dollars. free shipping as well edenpuredeals.com code chad three edenpuredeals.com code chad three The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Grab the podcast. It's absolutely free for you. Anywhere podcasts are available. So it's interesting to listen to him talk, because obviously today in a lot of places across the country, here being one of them, uh, the magical world of, well campaigning, debating, all gets put to the test today when it comes to primaries and who is or isn't Trumpian enough, who's a conservative, who's not conservative. It is very interesting to see the way that this plays out. And we'll be touching uh, on it throughout the day. But I, I'm very, again, so many people out there are, you know, it's, it's how do you, Youngkin did it best, I think, in Virginia, is how do you keep Trump voters... And at the same time, not alienate Trump, but not make him all about your campaign. And I think that's the big thing that people are trying to, to maneuver in at this point in time. How do you do that? 
How do you keep yourself in a position where you can court Trump voters without alienating Trump voters? And at the same time, you you, want to keep the chaos away. You know, Trump thrives in chaos. He loves chaos. I said it when he was building up to the 2016 election. I said, here's the thing about Trump. Trump lives for chaos. He thrives in it. He, he loves to be the eye of the storm where there's calm around him, but chaos is going on. I think that's where he's most comfortable, right? He's one of those guys where if he's not in conflict, he feels that something's wrong. He, 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 he gets off on it. It's his jam, right? A lot of people like what Trump has done. Some of the things he tried to do, which gets overshadowed all the time because so much of it is... Well, all the stuff around him was so much noise, a lot of which he created on his own. So it's finding that fine line of how do you court the people that love Trump but leave the chaos away? Here in Arizona, Karen Taylor Robeson, uh, who is not the Trump-backed person here running for governor, but is what they see as old-school conservative. She worked for Reagan. So, like, Reagan would have backed her. Pence has backed her. Uh, Ducey's backed her. Chris Christie was out here this past week. He has backed her. And then on the other side, you have Trump that's backed Carrie Lake. Uh, but when asked about, you know, the whole thing, uh, Karen Taylor Robson said this about Trump. You know, anybody who knows me knows that we supported President Trump and I will defend his record all day long. But the endorsement that really matters in this race is the endorsement of the voters of Arizona. And I am very proud and happy that they are coming my way. So we'll see. And here's the other thing that's the wackiest thing. Depending on what you're looking at poll-wise, she is up by one, Karen Taylor Robeson, against Carrie Lake, who has been endorsed by Trump. Or she's down by 18 or 13. Ooh. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Like, that's, you're like, what? Yeah, I, I don't know how you, I don't know how polls can be. Like, the polls with Trump and, and Hillary, they were a little bit different. You know, Trump was down by five. Trump was down by three. There were a few at the beginning that, you know, once he got out there, it was like, oh. But 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 the reality was simply it wasn't 18 or 13. And I'm thinking to myself, either you're amazing at your job and nobody sees what you're doing, or you are so off and nobody should use you again. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. What's an ableist? You ask yourself, hmm. Beyonce cooking up controversy with a song on her highly acclaimed new album, Renaissance. The uproar over the song, Heated. In which she uses a word twice that's considered derogatory in the disability community. In fact, Lizzo used the word in the song a few weeks ago, faced backlash, apologized, and changed the lyric. Beyonce is following suit, her team saying in a statement that the word, not used intentionally in a harmful way, will be replaced. Yeah, she used the word spaz. And when this happened with Lizzo, because, you know, people who have a spastic condition, people like cerebral palsy and certain things like that, who have that kind of condition, uh, apparently they were, some people were upset. And, uh, you know, my little brother's got cerebral palsy really bad. And, and, and people, doesn't that offend you? And I'm like, I asked Spencer and he doesn't care. For those of you guys who don't know, my, Spencer, my little brother Spencer is in a wheelchair. Uh, he's got bigger fish to fry than whether or not he's a spaz or somebody calls him a spaz. So they take it as, as that. Uh, and if you listen to, by the way, if you listen to the whole song, much like with Lizzo's song, it's like, this is the problem we have with this word. Like, this is the word in this song that, that, that people have a problem with. Like, the other stuff nobody has a problem with. 
But this portion of the song, people are angry about. Yeah, of course. Because once again, we take we focus on things that don't matter because it's about feelings or somebody's feelings might be hurt. We do not pay attention to the things that do matter. As if any of these songs matter. It's music for God's sake. 323-538-2423. At Chet Benson shows your Twitter. And by the way, I'm a big fan of Beyonce. Talk about a, a businesswoman that is, uh, there's a woman you turn over and say, hey, you want to be CEO of my company? And she'd be like, no. Do you see how much money I'm making? Why would I want to do that? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Happy, 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 beautiful day to you on this most gorgeous day. Inflation nation. You know, a lot of people going to the primaries over the last couple of weeks and still heading to the primaries think that, that the likes of, of, of Biden and stuff are on the ticket. Not against Republicans and vice versa. The fact is Trumpism and, and conservatism are facing off against each other and old school Democrats and progressives are facing off each other. And, and, and where we land will be anybody's guess at this moment in time, depending on where you look. In some states, uh, you know, you've had weird things happen where they've thrown tons of money at, at candidates they could believe they can beat. Right. So the Democrats have thrown tons of money at Republican candidates who are part of, you know, they believe in the big lie. They've gone super Trump. They're saying things that just to get attention uh, and, and all of that stuff because they think they can beat him in the general, which is absurd. It is absurd. But the fact is, come November, well, that's a different story. Come November, what we're going to have is right versus left, idea versus idea, many cases it's more personality versus personality rather than idea versus idea and one of those things that is going to be top and center still is going to be inflation there's some of the largest price increases in 40 years according to the consumer price index high energy and food costs have loretta line dipping into her savings if i keep taking out of it i'm not gonna (laughs) be able to survive that much longer Line is closing her blinds during the day to keep cool in her Westridge neighborhood condo. And no air conditioning during the day. Nope, not at all. Yeah. A lot of people are doing. They're trying to figure out how they cut cost because of rising cost of just about everything. Well, gas prices have been coming down, and thank God for that. The reality is, is that's kind of the way things have gone for most of the time that I have been alive and paid attention to this, which is, you know, right around 4th of July, you see gas prices rise. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend of 4th of July, you see it shoot up, because then you have a, a mix of the blend. And then from there, it comes back down again, and then it kind of goes up again right around Labor Day is that final push. And then, well, we, we settle back into where prices should be. They're still a dollar plus higher than they were last year. And that eats away at people's savings. It eats away at their paychecks. 
61% of Americans right now are living paycheck to paycheck. Think about that. 61% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. They are one situation away from things going south in their life. They are one, I didn't get enough hours this week, or sales were off for the last couple weeks, where it starts to push things out, and you're starting to make serious decisions about what bills you do pay and you don't pay. And inflation isn't going anywhere anytime soon. She pays $30 more a month on electric. Her condo association dues cover her gas. However, it's estimated that the gas bills will put the association $27,000 over budget by the end of the year and potentially raise dues. That, plus the cost of groceries, has residents on edge. I'm going to places where I can get discounted vegetables. Yeah. Work with St. Mary's Food Bank out here, and they have said it over and over again. This is worse than when COVID first hit. You know, COVID first hit, people, until things got squared away and they started printing all that money and sending it out, eh, the reality is, is people were, were going and they were waiting in line for hours upon hours to get food. People that like that you wouldn't think would be out there. And, 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 and that is happening day in and day out. People are frustrated. People are angry. They're not quite sure where to turn. And while I can't blame everything on Biden, the fact is that, that he has supercharged inflation. But he's got a new inflation bill. It's going to be great, right? It's about fighting inflation. That's what this thing's about. By a significant margin, our bill will also be the largest package on climate change ever, ever passed by this Congress. By our analysis, this bill will cut greenhouse gas emissions by approximately 40% by 2030. That's a lot. And independent studies corroborate this. According to a new study, the Inflation Reduction Act would not only create at least 1.5 million new jobs by 2030, it also affirms that our bill will achieve approximately 40% greenhouse gas reduction by the end of the decade. That, what did you hear about inflation, just out of curiosity? What did you, what did you hear about inflation? Nothing. They, they, they package it up in the name, but the reality is it was a climate change bill. And guess what? Climate change is expensive. And when you look at where people's priorities are, they're not about climate change. And let me tell you something. I've said this over and over again. We need to treat the planet better. No doubt about it. This is our home. This is where we eat. Stop crapping where we eat. Let's do the right thing. That being said, the average person who's trying to pay their bills today is not paying attention to the climate change crisis that many others are. And don't think that there's not tons of pork and money in it for everybody to get fat, dumb, and happy. Climate change is serious. Case in point, Vice President. As the climate crisis gets worse, yeah. extreme weather you tell will pose a rapidly growing danger okay. to a rapidly growing number of communities all right there you go so to protect the people yeah. of our nation yeah 
Let us understand okay. that we can match that desire okay, with yeah. action mm -hmm. and that we must act now. What? Yeah. We have a duty to act, and I think we huh? all know here, we all as leaders Wait, what? certainly have the capacity to act. Not only huh? after disaster strikes, but before disaster strikes, and that is why we are here today. What? So it started out okay, and then again, when she's done, do you think she just does like what the gymnasts do in her mind, where she's like, nailed it, that's a 10. That's, 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 that's a 10. I wonder if she's got more. I know that while we send our prayers and our love, we also, with each day, renew our commitment to the urgency of now and the ability that we have collectively, all of us in it together, to do something about it. She's, she's, she's super good. She's like more better, most bestest, probably, of like the super gooderest people. <laughs> she's just... But things are becoming more dangerous. Uh, no, no. Again, it, it depends on who you want to go and research. Are you serious in trying to find out, like, let, let's understand something. When it comes to climate change, is the climate change? It has. Will it change again? It probably will. Are there alarmists out there? Absolutely. Are there people out there that overstate everything? 100%. Does the average person is trying to make sure that they get their kids to school on time, that they can pay their bills at night? Uh, are they thinking about this? No, no. Will this affect them? Yes, yes. Will it cost more money for stuff down the road? Yeah. But when I always hear, it's like the other day they come out and they're talking about climate change. It's cost X amount of dollars here, that, you know, this. And, and you go and look at research and you can find research that says, oh, the hurricanes are worse than they've ever been. And then you can find research that says hurricanes have never really changed the same amount. Uh, you know, we've had ebbs and flows. They're not any stronger than they were years ago. The difference is, is nobody lived on the beach 100 years ago. <laughs> okay. That's a big difference. So in many cases, what they're talking about is the cost. And the cost is real. You know, I mean, why, if, if I'm an insurance company, why would I want to insure your house knowing you're in the path? of hurricanes year in and year out yeah it's true it's true it's because you pay me x amount of dollars a month isn't going to cover the fact that we're going to have to fix your damn house after it blows away because you decided to build on a beach but so much of what they talk about is money and this is a priority the priority number one right now should be period case close inflation keeping the job market strong that should be it. Making sure that whether we are or aren't in a recession, depending on who you talk to and how they want to view things, that we either don't go into one or we uh, get out of it fast. But celebrating an inflation bill that does very little for inflation, except maybe on the fringes, but does a lot for climate change and a bunch of pork in there, That's not putting food on the table. I'm just saying. The average person's more worried about food on the table right now.
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. A little What's Trending Straight Ahead. My pillow has percal bed sheets right now. 250 thread. Amazing. Tons of colors and styles. Breathable. Absolutely incredible. Cool to sleep in. They fit perfect. 60-day money-back guarantee. One-year limited warranty. Tons of colors and styles to choose from. But it is the way they've put this thing together. We you know, we, we've, we got some sent to us, and we're pretty excited. And we're like, all right, cool. Let's do this. And what I love about them is just amazing that the fit is awesome, and it doesn't shrink. I don't know how many times I've done it. It's like you go and you put it on there, and you're like, are you kidding me? They don't fit again. Not with these. Normally, 90 bucks. Yours right now for $39.98. Your chance to get these huge discounts, tons of colors and styles to choose from, king and queen, plus deep discounts on all the MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com slash Benson to take advantage of that. Tons of two-for-one deals as well. MyPillow.com per cow bed sheets, $40 right now for you. Get them while supplies last. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Check out my Twitter feed. There was a guy who uh, who synced up his mouth in the what's trending segment last night. He's like, all right, I tried it a few times. Check it out. Uh, let's find out what is trending on the magical world of uh, the internet. Tiger Woods trending. Apparently, he did turn down a seven to eight hundred million dollar offer to join the Saudi Rebel Tour, the Live Tour, which is uh, Roman numerals uh, are the numbers that would make up fifty four, which is a perfect game of golf. It's trending on Google number one. Deshaun Watson trending. People are still going. Wait, what? Six games for what? That's it? Six games? Six games for that? All that? Six games? Taiwan, uh, Pelosi getting ready to arrive in Malaysia. Tensions are rising. Apparently, there was a Chinese fighter jet close to Taiwanese airspace. Tension is rising. Al Zawahi, he is trending, but only one last time because he got blowed the blank up, if you will, by one of our Hellfire missiles. That's not very nice, Chad. I mean, it's true, but it's not very nice. Head over to Twitter, where everybody argues about everything, no matter what, all the time doesn't matter you could say i people like you're the jerk yes rising tensions between the united states and china because of pelosi's visit there uh she's not the first american politician they go there uh, semi-frequently and she will not be the last and no they're not gonna shoot if they shot are you really gonna go to war over pelosi come on now tensions are rising in mexico city according to the la times why 
because there's a growing trend of remote workers flocking to take advantage of the cheap amenities. And the gringos are saying, hey, this is nice. You guys have all come over. A lot of people come over here. So we're going to go over there because it's cheap. Mexico City's nice, like living in Europe, kind of, with cheap amenities. Oh, that's not very nice. More on Tiger Woods. We're going to talk about the Live Tour in a little bit. Uh, it's very interesting. The whole Live Tour. But that's $700 million. He's a billionaire. And that includes the fact that he gave a ton of money to his ex-wife. Uh, again, if you've got $100 million and somebody offers you $700 million, you're probably going to go, well, I'm listening. I am paying attention. And Arizona's election. Of course, tonight. Uh, the battle is, well, it's on throughout the day, but the, the, the battle of will it have been stolen or not will begin. Will it have been stolen? And because you've got Carrie Lake, who is running to be governor here in Arizona uh, and is backed by Trump. Here in the battleground state of Arizona, former President Trump is not on the ballot himself, but his influence over the Republican Party will very much be put to the test again today. Trump has launched something of a revenge campaign against multiple candidates who did not support his false election claims. Even facing off against his former vice president, Mike Pence, both men endorsing different candidates for governor. Yeah, yeah. So you got a lot of Trumpism, and there's and it feels like it. You know, he's endorsed pretty much anybody, including Rusty Bowers, who was the the head of uh, legislator here, who's running uh, for Senate, who was at the July, I mean the January sixth hearings, and uh, yeah, Trump is just him and his his people have gone after him, and they're they're doing everything they can. I don't think he's going to win. It's a guy of I think high integrity uh, over the fact that he couldn't do anything based on the fact that it was just zero evidence. But Trump seems to have, uh, you know, said that, look, this is it. So it is going to be a a weird situation where you have Republican on Republican political violence, as I call it. And uh, we shall see who wins. Uh, but it's going to be interesting because Kerry Lake, who is Trump supported, has already said that there has been stuff that's going on inside of this election uh, that already feels like it's being stolen. And I'm like, oh, already, huh? Haven't even had the election. Interesting. Chad Benson, Joe. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, got a Chuck E. Cheese racism allegation. Full team coverage here in a few minutes. Do we need a Doppler for that? (laughs) Says Doppler. Oh my God, we should have a racism Doppler. Wouldn't that be great? A racism Doppler? What is that? Oh, it's, it's where we report racism throughout the country, and you can see it. Doppler 5000 racism. Chad, racism is bad. Of course it is. Uh, everybody needs to, you know, I get, show me all the racism everywhere all the time. 
We all agree racism's bad. I'm 100% thinking to myself, it is awful. Show me, though, again, like the Sesame Street place where the, the girls can no longer function. Really, if that's their biggest issue in life is the crazy, weird, stinky puppet didn't give you a high five and you can't function, we got bigger problems. Ooh, Chad. Speaking of problems, the battle has begun in the world of golf. I love golf. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. But what is the Live Tour? Well, it is the rogue tour, if you will, of the Saudis. So the Saudis are trying to improve their image. You know, it's like, uh, hey, we don't just behead people and stuff and fly and have crazy fanatic radicals get, you know, radicalized and then some and then fly our planes into World Trade Centers and tell women they can't drive and they've got to not go to school and whatnot, even though they can kind of go to school, but barely. Uh, we don't do any of that stuff. Come on, now we're changing. We're building stuff. We're doing things. And if you take away the golf thing, did you see last week what they proposed? Something that they think is going to rival. It's a mirrored city that they believe is going to rival the Great Pyramids and beyond. It looks like out of a movie. But one of the things they're also doing is the Middle East is trying to Hey, sports, right? You know, Qatar this year is the World Cup because we're like, hey, you know, it'd be great if we gave a World Cup where people come together and party and have fun to a place where they're not going to allow that. And so, the you know, thinking this will help. But Saudi's really trying to do something. So they so they go, and, and a few years ago, they bring on Greg Norman, uh, Hall of Fame golfer, great golfer, bit of a choker. Let's be real. His master's chokes were pretty epic. But... They start the live tour. And again, live L-I-V is the Roman numerals for 54, which would in theory be a perfect game of golf where you had 18 birdies. Then he starts recruiting and they say, we're going to put $2 billion in this. Money's not an object. Let's go get people who mm, are gettable to gettable. And we're going to change things. We're going to have teams. We're going to have shotgun starts. There's going to be no cuts. We're only going to play three on the weekend, three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And 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 we're going to, everybody's guaranteed to make money. Plus, we're given salaries. We're flying people in. This is going to be a party as much as it is anything else. Why is it so offensive to some American golf fans that you're doing this? What are they mad about? I don't know. I really don't care, quite honestly. I just love the game of golf so much, and I just want to grow the game of golf. And and we at Live see that opportunity. We at Live see it not just for the men, but for the women. We at Live see it for NCAA and younger generations. We at Live see it as a pathway to opportunities for these kids to experience a, a new world out there. Yeah. People are pissed because you're 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 in somebody's sandbox. That's why people are pissed because you've come over here and you've made it very uncomfortable. Now, if the Live was, tournament was probably only playing in places like Australia, uh, Asia, and throughout you know uh, the Middle East, it wouldn't be a big deal. But they don't want that. They want the world's best golfers. Like I said, they offered Tiger seven hundred to eight hundred million dollars to join, and the money people are winning is insane. On top of the fact that they're getting dollars. They're paying out huge bucks. Henrik Stenson won this weekend. He won $4 million. He never won $4 million on the tour. He maybe won that in a year, not in a tournament. Matthew Wolf and Dustin Johnson came in second. They made more money this weekend than Tony Finau. 
who won the rocket mortgage. But you're in somebody's house. And of course, you've got, of course, the, the, the evil that is the Saudis. Let's be real. Not just Khashoggi. 9-11 families are pissed. But we pick and choose, right? Because as Liv has pointed out on more than a few occasions, hey, a vast majority of the sponsors you guys have, PGA, do billions of dollars of business in Saudi Arabia. You guys promote China. Let's be real. Not great when it comes to, uh, you know, I don't know, any kind of human rights. Just like the NBA does. Everybody picks and chooses. But you're in their house. Oh, and by the way, as Phil Mickelson, who, of course, got involved in this uh, and then said some remarks off the air. And then, you know, it was some of the stuff that has happened has really put, a, a, I think, tarnished Phil's career, which is un, unfortunate. Quite honestly, back in February, when we were ready to start up, there was a few obstacles thrown in our way from the PGA Tour. And so we had to pull our reins back a little bit. For our viewers who aren't following you, can you give us a sense of those obstacles? Phil Mickelson, there was some, Phil Mickelson made some not so complimentary remarks about Saudi, where the money came from and Saudi Arabia and the snowball and create a bit of a dominoes or a scary effect and the PGA Tour came in and they obviously did the right thing and trying to protect their monopoly came in and the, the players backed off a little bit. So we had to regroup. We're ready to sign the next week. We're ready to sign multiple players and launch the league. Yeah. It was very interesting. Of course, he said, you know, they're scary MFers, the Saudis. It's hard, though. Like, everybody, oh, you know, it's like... Uh, these guys are all bad guys. You know, the one thing I love is Bryson DeChambeau is, uh, you know, it's like, look, I'm doing it for the money. I'm doing it for my family. You know, they offered me a ton of money. I'm not going to say no to that. Several of these golfers, they've got about 25 or 30 golfers, of the top 100 golfers in the world. There are more out there that are thinking about it. Uh, uh, you know, Cam Smith, who won the British Open, Rumor has it, hardcore, that not only are they coming for him, they've offered him a ton of money. And I think had he not won the British Open, was there an opportunity for him to jump? Yes. Maybe he doesn't now. Uh, but you've got this old guard versus new guard, right? And and then you bring in all the human rights stuff. And that's a lot of what people over here are upset about. And, of course, this weekend, where was it held up? Bedminster. Who owns Bestminster? Trump. So you have all of this thrown into it. It's It's nuts. But a lot of it's fun. It is. Now, they recognize that these guys want to play in Ryder Cup teams. They want world ranking points. They're going to have to change some of it, uh, which is what they're going to do next year. But a lot of it, I find it to be unique. I find it absolutely to be unique. I love golf, and I love the PGA Tour, but it it's stale. And a lot of these guys said, look, the PGA Tour makes a ton of money. We don't always see it. And it costs us a ton of money to go out here. You're an independent contractor. You don't really have anything. If you, you know, each week it's going to cost you 20, 30, 40 grand to play in a tournament. And there's no guarantee you make it. And, and you know, I mean, I've got a couple friends who've been, you know, up in the Corn Ferry and then up to the PGA and back down. And, and they're, they're not living this life. There are some that are. But these guys, if somebody comes and offers you ten or twenty million dollars right now, and you're going to get a guaranteed paycheck every time you play of a hundred plus thousand, that's a hard thing to turn down. 
Wait, I'm guaranteed 1.5 million and you're going to cover all my expenses? Where do I sign up? We did a survey for nearly 12 months around the world asking fans from different tours, what are they like and what are they missing? And they came up, and it was overwhelmingly more fan engagement, right? More yeah. fan experiences uh, and team sport. Give us more teams. And that's, we built the model around that. Live is the future of golf. And now, is it the future of golf? I don't know. But at least for the men, I will tell you this. The LPGA is courting the hell out of Live. They want some of that money. And it's weird. It's a very bizarre situation. But they have said it out loud. Oh, we'll listen 100%. It's unique. But this is also what happens when you have a monopoly. The PGA has spent about 150 grand already this year going to senators and congresspeople and lobbying them to try to stop this from happening. This is what it looks like. The difference, though, between this and, say, the football leagues that take on the NFL is the Saudis have unlimited money. And they see sport as a way back into the world's good graces. And yes, you know, if you're not Tiger, most people have a price. What is that price, though? What is that price? We've already talked about our price. We're pretty cheap here. The Chad Benson Show, 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. The doctors are saying that, yes, uh, Biden is fine. He will continue to uh, to do his work from Zoom. And that whole Paxlovid thing, I've had more people say, okay, wait, 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 what the hell is, why am I taking something that, quote, unquote, oh, so I, I take a shot, right, the vaccine, which is more of a shot that is kind of like what Paxlovid is, in theory, which is to protect me from getting very, very sick, with a chance, unlike Paxlovid, to protect me from catching it. And if I do catch it, it's the the shot itself will help mitigate any of the really bad things that can happen. Okay. But then if you do get it, take Paxlovid so you can get it again in a couple days. The antiviral drug Paxlovid is helping save COVID patients' lives. It also seems linked to some patients getting a COVID relapse, which happened to President Biden. It is not uncommon. Uh, it does happen. And here's the thing, the, par- the president according to his doctor, had very mild symptoms. Spokeswoman Corinne Jean-Pierre saying the president continues making calls and holding virtual meetings isolated in the White House residence. Again, I think you're going to have to do more research, and I think you're going to have to do more convincing to people if you want this thing to be something uh, where we're going out. I've said once we get a full treatment that really works, uh, you know, all bets are off. And if Paxlovid is where you get it and they get it again, I just, it's, it sounds odd. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Do you think maybe the last thing you take of Paxlovid is COVID again? So you have to go back and take more. Remember the second case that you get. Make sure they don't have the reinfect pill. Oh, yeah, yeah. EdenPureDeals.com. Go there. Get the greatest air purifier in the world. Just plug it in. That's all you need to do. Just plug it in and let it do its thing. That's all that you need to do. You don't need to do anything else. And you sit back and you smell the freshness. So if you got some stink in your house, doesn't matter what it is, litter box, kids, maybe you're smelly. I don't know. Maybe you smoked in the house, whatever it is, and you want the odor gone. And you said, we've had enough. 
Eden Pure deals and the Oxleaf Tooth Thunderstorm will destroy those odors. They won't mask them. They'll destroy them. And right now, you're going to save $200 and get free shipping by going to EdenPureDeals.com using code CHAD3. And I'm telling you, never buy filters. Just plug them straight in. Small, work fast. You will smell the difference in moments. If you've got a little stink in the house, a little smell that you'd love to get rid of, maybe that laundry room, this is what it's all about. EdenPureDeals.com, three-pack right now, save $200. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. I repeat, she has landed. I repeat, she has landed. That's right. Nancy Pelosi is uh, wheels down in uh, Taiwan. Her and several of her uh, other people, uh, I think it's several Congress people and some other people that have uh, joined the trip as well as staff. But uh, they are there and uncomfortable as it is. Amen, and good for her. Kudos to you, Nancy. Give him the old, eh, what I think. Right there. boy. What do you think of those apples? Suck it! Sure we'll have a lot more about this tomorrow. Uh, so, you guys remember a couple weeks ago, they were like, oh my God, that, that Sesame Street character is so racist. Not so fast, because Chuck E. Cheese, which we kind of always knew. Just how difficult is it for a costume character to give a high five to a little girl who is jumping for joy Obviously and just waiting for difficult. some kind of acknowledgement? This time at a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant in Wayne, New Jersey. This case similar to the recent episode at a Sesame Place Park. In the video, there were a bunch of Caucasian children over there that were on stage that received the high five. My back child was the one to get ignored. All right, so ignored. Was she ignored? Hmm. Was it racism? And again, if you're a racist, as Phyllis pointed out on numerous occasions, why are you like, you know what, I really want to be around young kids of color because of racism. This is one of two videos of Chuck E. Cheese ignoring little Safa Muhammad, the two-year-old invited to a birthday party at the Route 23 location in Wayne Saturday. The character gives one, two, three high fives to other kids, but leaves Safa hanging. When she turned around, she just was excited to see him. She saw that he was giving all the other kids high fives and she put her hand out. It was her turn, but he like put his hand in and then down and act like he didn't see her. Racism, total racism. I don't know if it's racism. I, I mean, uh, everybody's like, well, the, the head's looking down. Don't look at the head, okay? The, the head. Next time you go to one of these places, try to find out, okay, where are you looking out of? Because you're not looking out of the eyes. It's virtually impossible to see. I don't know. Maybe, again, maybe the rat 
is racist. The incident comes on the heels of two similar incidents at Sesame Place in Philadelphia. In both, little girls of color are dismissed by costume characters. In this exclusive interview with Eyewitness News, Natiana Muhammad says the experience was beyond hurtful, especially as a first-time mom. That was actually my first time actually witnessing someone ignore her or make her feel like she's invisible. Safa is only two years old. She doesn't get it and keeps trying. Gave the on-site manager an opportunity to apologize when she said, I'm sorry you feel that way? Was that the apology? Yeah, we should probably get a lawyer. Oh, wait, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, maybe from now on, the rule should be no more. You, you look, no more pictures with the, 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 the fake things. Let's just stop it. I, it's stupid. Or you, you can't high-five everybody. We've talked about this. I've told you guys the stories a thousand million times. Uh, maybe this person was racist. Let's find out who this person is. Let's drag them out. Let's go through all of their Facebook, look at everything they've ever done, and find out if there's racism in their heart. Chuck E. Cheese. I took Jack. Chuck E. Cheese as a kid. Loved it. Hated the rat. Terrified of the rat. <laughs> Just terrified. Ter- I Kudos to this girl for wanting to high-five the rat. Which, again, is a weird thing. You know what would be a great uh, thing for... Uh, you know, some sort of costume character. What? Rats? Oh, okay. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. your Twitter. Tweet at us. You're missing the show. Grab the podcast. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. A big win yesterday for Biden. And if you don't think it's a big win for Biden, you're fooling yourself. It's a big win for the United States of America. One of the things the message they send, and we're talking about Al Zawari being blowed the hell up, is, and this is my uncle and I were talking about this last night, that if you do something against our country, that for the rest of your life, we will hunt you Till the end of earth. For the rest of our life, we will do everything in our power to find you. And when you least expect it, when you think there's no way they're looking for me, boom. In July, the CIA built a model of the safe house to show the president how a strike could be carried out. Biden authorized the strike days later. And on Sunday, around 6 a.m., a drone fired two Hellfire missiles at Ilzawarhi as he stepped onto the balcony of the safe house. Sources say no one else was killed. Experts say Hellfire missiles do not explode. Instead, the missiles are equipped with razor-like blades extending from the fuselage, which slice through a target. Yeah, do you guys remember those? I think they, then they called those the samurai ones when they killed uh, that SOB and uh, uh, the Iranian general. Uh, I think that's what they called those things. But they got him. They got him. And if you didn't know who the guy was, think of it this way. He was the one who in many ways inspired Osama bin Laden. 
as much as people say he was Osama bin Laden's right-hand man, many people say, ah, no, no. It may have been the, the absolute opposite. Osama may have been the person in front. Osama may have been the person that we saw in many ways. But the reality is, is this guy may have been the, the, the one who was the brains behind everything. One person may have inspired. One person may have pushed. One person may have been a lot of the things. But this guy who was, you know, you go back to the bombings in Kenya and Africa. You go back to the coal. Uh, and then, of course, 9-11. He was, in many ways, the, the mastermind of it all. And where was he? I, he apparently felt like once the Americans left... Afghanistan, it was free reign. It is striking that this occurred in the capital city of Afghanistan, and the timing could not be more significant. The fact that the United States pulled out of Afghanistan in late August, early September of 2021, and almost a year later, we are finding out that Al-Qaeda's senior leader had been hiding out in Kabul since at least the spring. Yeah. Yeah, there, there he was. And uh, you do what you do, right? I mean, this is not one of those things where we think we got this guy. Let's go get him. No, there's planning that goes into it. A senior administration official briefed this evening and said that they had been watching him for several months. He moved to that safe house, uh, as President Biden said, because his family was there. A wife and daughter and, and other children were there as well. Not killed. Just him. Then the question is, how did we know who and what? Because uh, they showed a picture of him yesterday compared to what he was. And if you don't know, he's he's Egyptian. He was arrested originally way back in the day for uh, planning the assassination of of Anwar Sadat in Egypt, trying to overthrow the Egyptian military, didn't like what they were doing. And the fact that they, you know, didn't hate the is, you know, uh, uh, Israel and at the same time, uh, you know, can't stand Iran because Iran are Persians. And it's like it, it, the the infighting and insanity of of some of the ideals of these people are nuts. But I always say everybody's got a price. Il Zawahi was second in command to Osama bin Laden at the time of the 9-11 attacks, taking over al-Qaeda after bin Laden was killed in 2011. He remained elusive with a $25 million bounty on his head, believed to be hiding on the Afghanistan-Pakistan border. Yeah, that $25 million. You'd be like, uh, Mom, but next door, he's, uh, he's got a lot more stuff than he used to have, right? Like, he's got a satellite dish and... He's got all kinds. Of, did, he, did, he, did, he, did he? You know, did something happen? Like he wins some? I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It's crazy. I, I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. If you knew, I was touching on. Uh, I was talking a bit about this yesterday when it was first coming out. I was talking to uh, uh, Gatos, who's my on-air partner in the local show, and we were chatting because you know it came out later, and. And let's be real. The fact that we talk about it is much different because that we had thought we had killed this guy on more than one or two occasions. But we were talking. I'm like, OK, 25 million is is great. But if you were the snitch, you got to get out. Right. Like that's that can't be just 25 mil and good luck to you. It's, you know, because humans are going to talk in some way it's going to get out. And so do you what do you say? Is it like. I want I want witness protection. Like I want you to get my ass out of here ASAP. I want you to put me in a safe house somewhere. I want to be in in you know wherever in America. Uh, like like that's 
You just can't say, oh, here he is. Give me my money. Here's your money. Fantastic. Nobody's going to be pissed at me. Really? Really? I think some people might. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. But uh, the good news is we got him. And again, goes back to we will find you. We will come and find you. Doesn't matter where you go. Doesn't matter what you do. We are coming for you. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Tons of primaries uh, across the country today. Another big day. And this is a test for Trumpism. And, you know, in many cases, you know, people say, well, this is a test for, you know, the Democrats. This is not the general. So this is, again, the primaries, which is different. And the Trumpism test is coming because you've got Republican on Republican. And on the left, you've got Democrat versus Democrat. Here where I am. It is Republican versus Republican that people are paying attention to. It's been a national story. Karen Taylor Robeson, who is the conservative choice, if you will, the Reagan choice. And Carrie Lake, who is a former newscaster, has got big name appeal across the state and has been backed by Trump. And people are paying attention to that, where a lot of people get into what you know, people are asking the question. Well, you know, Biden, I said, Biden's not on this ticket. Right? Trump is on this ticket right now. Biden's not on this ticket especially here in Arizona. Here in Arizona, the the left, Katie Hobbs is it. There is no, nobody's running against her. A guy named Mar- uh, Marco Lopez is running against her. He has no chance whatsoever. Zero. Everybody across the country is paying attention because of the the fact that Pence has been out here. Chris Christie's been out here. Doug Ducey, who's the governor, is, is campaigning for Karen Taylor Robeson. And on the other side, you've got, uh, you know, the the likes of Trump and 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 many others of his his people and cronies who've come around and got on board with Kerry Lake and that's what people are focusing on today. Uh, Michigan's got big primaries, so there's tons of stuff going on. And on the left side of the aisle, in places where they're having their issues, is it uber progressive or is it common sense liberalism? Democrats that is on the ticket. One thing's for sure on the ticket for the left in some places across the the country days they battle each other is do you want the AOCs of the world? Right? Or are you looking for where's that middle ground? And we're going to talk later on to Adam Carolla is going to join the program and and again, the middle is not evil. The middle's where sanity is. The extremes, and I'm not talking about being liberal or, or, or conservative. I'm, t- I'm t- talking about the extremes that have managed to dominate the conversations. That needs to go away. It does. We need people who want to do the jobs, understand that it's a tough job, and people are going to be mad at you at times, but it's a job that you must do, and you must do it in a way where it is about people first, not party, and we don't have that anymore. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. We've been talking about it all day. We'll touch on it again when we come back. It's going to be about, uh, my goodness me, I, I just, the insanity of, of what took place in Britain. And by the way, place I used to live, my first team, it's very shameful. It is very shameful. 323-538-2423. Eden Pure. EdenPureDeals.com, absolutely amazing. Use code CHAT3, save $200 on the best air purifiers around. Zero filters to buy. Plug it straight in, super quiet, and it rocks and rolls, and it does its things. Three of these throughout the house, 
It's going to make your house smell absolutely amazing. The OxyLeaf 2 Thunderstorm does not go in mask odors. It defeats odors. You will smell the difference in moments. So we've got a laundry room. We've got one in there. We've got uh, one out in the living room, and then we've got one in, in, in one of the kids' rooms, and I've got them in my new studio, uh, and I've got it at, we've got it at the old house because nobody's been there, so we, we want to make sure that you know, it's, it smells fresh. Tremendous. The difference is incredible, and you will smell the difference in seconds. If you always thought to yourself, man, my kids stink, this thing will crush those odors right there. Oxyleaf 2 Thunderstorm. Get yours now. Save $200. Get free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. I've repeatedly said that we oppose any unilateral changes to the status quo from either side. We have said that we do not support Taiwan independence, and we have said that we expect cross-strait differences to be resolved by peaceful means. John Kirby, State Department there. No, that's not going to happen. China wants what China wants. The reality is, is Pelosi needs to go, period, case closed, end of story. Care to weigh in on the possible visit of Speaker Pelosi to Taiwan? Do you think she should go? Oh, absolutely, yes. She should go. We should never allow the Chinese Communist Party to dictate our foreign policy. And we know that they try to use their propaganda arm to spread their influence. They're trying to force other countries to recognize them as the, the globe's superpower. We cannot give in to them. Yeah. Yeah, period. That's Marshall Blackburn right there. Absolutely. You have to go now. There's zero. You cannot not go. The minute they told you not to go, you go. But it's their country. It's not their country. Taiwan is, is its own independent. They recognize it as their country. And Taiwan does not recognize that. And we have sent tons of politicians and tons of people over there before. This is nothing new. They're flexing and they're, they're doing what they do. You have to go. You do not stand back and say, I don't think we're going to go because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Quite the opposite. You say, screw you. I'm going because you told me not to. And because I had it planned. And by the way, I had it planned a much long, much, much, much further time ago. Way back in the way back days for Nancy. I'm talking several months. But COVID, a few things happened. She couldn't go. Rescheduled. A lot of people think this is the bookend of her career. You know, 91, she was at T&M and Square. And here she's bookending her career. You have to go. Uh, I don't even know what to say anymore, but the fear, you know, when people talk about, yeah, people overreact about the insanity that goes on out there, this woke culture and wackiness, uh, you know, none of this stuff would really be a, uh, a big, big deal, but uh, you guys, uh, you guys, uh, uh, make a big deal out of it. I, uh, coming to a town near you may be this, this is a veteran, uh, Darren Brady. Hampshire police. I used to live in Hampshire. Aldershot. I used to also live in Aldershot. Uh, was confronted by the police and arrested. Now, just which Hampshire police would realise how ridiculous this is. What did it need to come to? What, 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 what it to this level? Because I don't understand. I posted something that he posted. You come to arrest me, you don't arrest him. Why has it come to this? Why am I in cuffs? Because of something he shared, then I shared. Okay, 
with someone is because obviously anxiety based upon your social media post. That's not why you've been arrested. That's right. Someone has been caused anxiety by your social media post. Well, obviously, it's a social media post where you're going to kill a bunch of people, right? No. Uh, Lawrence Fox tweeted out something that when you put all the pride flags together, there's uh, it forms a swastika. Right. And so to show everybody that they're not fascist, fascism comes in. The fact that you have to go arrest somebody and then charge them 80 pounds, about 100 bucks, for an educational re-education course so he could downgrade from a crime to a non-crime, which will show up in the basic disclosure and bearing services, the DPS check. Because you caused anxiety. Who in God's name, by the way, if, if that causes you anxiety, no Nothing in the world is going to sort out whatever's going on in your world to make you feel better. And if you think that sending the police over because they put a pride flag up or portions of a pride flag and it formed the Nazi symbol. And if you can go, I mean, it's everywhere. The reality of that. And we're going to get deeper in this over the next couple of days. We've got so much going on today. But the reality of the fact that your thought process is, is we'll get the police to arrest him and then send him to a re-education camp. And that'll show him that the, 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 the Nazi symbol and fascism was stupid. You're insane. You're an absolute buffoon. Buffoonery. That is just absolutely. I, I, there are no words. But here's why we're talking about this and we should all be talking about this right or left there is nothing in our constitution that says you do not have the right to be offended there is nothing in our constitution that says you've oh oh oh, oh and this portion of the constitution says i i can't have anxiety or feel offended by you we are protecting too many people who are now becoming weak based on the fact that they've been given so much protection and I'm not just talking about the LGBT community. By the way, treat everybody kindness. Jack and I have this conversation all the time. You treat everybody with kindness. You treat everybody with love. That's it. It's in the Bible, right? What is it about? About love. Most important thing, love. You, you, you treat everybody with kindness and love. That being said, you as a person have your thoughts and ideas and you shouldn't be shut out of those thoughts and ideas. No. But you treat everybody with respect and love. Anxiety, your social media posts cause people anxiety. I expected when I first heard it, I'm like, wow, did he, what did he say? He's going to kill a bunch of people? Is that what it is? Like, no, 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 no. He posted a meme and he's going to jail for a meme. Think how scary that is. And there are people in this country that, if given the opportunity, would love to do that. Oh, I could get people arrested for a meme? Oh, my goodness me. Just insane. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. We'll have more about this tomorrow on Woke Wednesday. Just absolute insanity. Adam Carolla. 
the the podcaster extraordinaire, the man who started all of the the love of podcasting, is going to join the program. Talk about his new book, which is very fascinating. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Corolla straight ahead. Chad Benson show. The Chad Benson show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Love having him on the show. In fact, uh, growing up in Los Angeles, being around L.A., you guys might know him as Adam Carolla. I originally knew him as Mr. Burcham on the Kevin and Bean show. Uh, he's a comedian. He's the podcaster of podcasters and, of course, best-selling author's new book, Adam Carolla's new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something, Advice, Answers, But No Apologies. Adam, thanks for joining the program today. Thanks for having me, Chad. You know what? I'm I'm I was going through a lot of this, and and I've I've read a good portion of it. Uh, and one of the things that struck me is I, I sit there and I'm like, okay, when I first got the book, I'm like, wait a minute, these are people asking him questions because you know what you're going to get, right? You get a book, and it's freaking amazing, dude. How'd you come up with this idea? Uh, it wasn't my idea. It was Mike Lynch, the guy I write all my books with idea he just had this notion that we could do more interesting things if i was answering questions because if you think about it when you write a book you answer your own questions you essentially pose questions to yourself and then you you answer the stuff you want to answer the stuff you're thinking about but if you have people ask the questions then you're kind of forced to think Differently, you're kind of forced to get outside your own box and and kind of go places you wouldn't normally have gone. So that's what I kind of like about it. A bunch of questions were asked where I was like, "Yeah, never thought about that before," but but here it goes. You know, it's funny because people are like, "What kind of questions are they?" Well, like one of the questions is peeing in the pool. Okay, <laughs> like yeah. never thought of that. Yeah, no, I. I have thought about that. It, it's okay. But in the book, I mention if you are going to someone else's house or your kid is who has a pool and they're going to be hanging out there for the whole summer, the first move you do is get in your bathing suit, get in the pool, and then get out of the pool after about 10 minutes and say to the dad, um, could I go in the house and use the bathroom or is there a bathroom outside or should I drive myself off? You will, he will then look at you as a person who does not pee in the pool because the first day you went in there, you got out 10 minutes later and said, I got to use the bathroom and went inside and used the bathroom. From that day on, you can pee in the pool all the time, every time. All the time, every time. And I think that's uh, most people kind of that's like perfect advice on, especially if you're sending your kids elsewhere. I just come to the realization that kids come over to my pool and all they want to do is pee in it. That's why we have a pool, apparently. Adam Carolla joins the program. Everything reminds me of something. Advice, answers, but no apologies. Uh how many questions did you get? Because I, I find this fascinating. Because, you, again, you answer some bizarre questions, you know, uh, but you answer some real questions as well. How did you guys sift through all that? Um, we put it out there that people should ask us questions. We put it out to some of our 
some celebrity friends and people like that and <clears throat> just put it out, ask questions. And we got tons and tons of questions. And I didn't sift through them because I didn't really want to, like, I was looking at, like, like an improv game. I didn't want to pick, you know, the location and the relationship. I wanted the audience to sort of shout it out. So the guy I wrote the book with pulled the questions that he thought would be interesting. I mean, not the celebrity questions were the celebrity questions, but he pulled the ones he thought would be interesting. And then he just would ask them. He just say to me, here's how do you answer this? And then he'd start typing and I'd start talking. Uh, the fact that you got pop goes the culture, but immediately it's, it's night chapter and you hit on Kung Fu. One of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, and you're thinking to yourself, wait, this is Adam Carolla. You guys are talking about Kung Fu. You're going back in the day with, you know, with Carradine and all of these things. But you, again, you hit on pop culture and it's amazing. Well, you know, hopefully the book comes across as sort of a, you know, potpourri of different flavors, pop culture, cars, political stuff, sociological stuff, you know, kids, relationships, like, uh, and and the, the nice feedback that I've been getting on the book is that it's funny, but it's also kind of interesting, like maybe a little thought-provoking, some insights, that kind of stuff, which is always the goal. The goal is try try to be funny, but see if you can make people think a little bit along the way. You find it hard. I mean, like for me, you know uh... – I do talk radio. I'm blessed. I'm on a bunch of stations across the country. I've got a bunch of listeners. That's great. But it, the thought of, of having a conversation with people, because I feel like we're so fragmented now that you can't find this, what I call the exhausted majority, who are a little bit left, a little bit right, will laugh at everything. They seem to be shut out, and real conversation to Discord doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, we've just... It, decided that the middle was boring you know we don't we don't really like the middle class even you know like we like extreme poverty or extreme wealth or everything's like an energy drink you know and you know it's kind of interesting like every every product now every drink is made either to bring you up or knock you down you know like everything is is extreme and the middle is like considered so boring or, or so passe or so something when that's really the best part of this country is, is sort of the middle. And we, we've decided to sort of demonize just that, that, that concept of just living a regular life, you know, take care of your family, paying your bills, knowing your neighbors, you know, just like just normal stuff that used to be a part of our society. It's like, it, it's not, you know, it's like, People are sitting around telling stories about their about their childhood, and it sounds like everyone grew up in a slum in Calcutta. Now we didn't have this, we didn't have that. You know, they're all. You ever have these blowhards tell you these stories where they're like they're trying to make it like we were struggling growing up. We were low. Well, we we're definitely lower middle class or something. And then at some point they go, my first semester at Stanford. Blah 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 blah. It's like you went to Stanford. Like, well, we didn't have, we didn't have much money. It's like well, you went to Stanford. You, you, there was some money somewhere. Yeah, so absolutely. It's just it's a weird time where we've decided we don't 
like the middle. And I, I, I don't get it. The middle's a good place to hang out. It's a good place to hang out. I'm telling everybody, it's not boring. It's what reality is, because I don't live in the extremes of either, because quite frankly, both of those people bore the crap out of me, and they're insane. I like to live where normalcy is. Yes, we can have fun, but I, I just, if I can't have a conversation with people, I, I don't know what we're doing. And, you know, you're from, I'm from California. I was born and raised there. I'm now blessed to live in Arizona, because quite frankly, California got to the point where taxes and insanity, high crime, all of that stuff, you see more and more people move out of there. And it goes back to, you know, a lot of what you answer in this book about people don't live in the world of reality anymore. California, their politicians have lost the world of reality. Oh, my God. I mean, we the way we reacted to covid, the, you know, masking mandates, like shutting down schools. I mean, we went insane. We went insane. But we're, we also California doesn't have anyone in politics who like runs a small business or has experience in the private sector. We have like our, we, we just have like seven crazy yentas. Like your mom's, you remember when you're in high school and your mom had those, her crazy friends? That's that's it. Like setting policy for everything. It's 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 insane. And obviously that's why people are leaving. As soon as my kids graduate from high school, I think uh, I think I'll have to cut out. Yeah, I just I had to get out of there, and I, and they're still chasing me for taxes. I'm like, dude, I haven't lived in your state for five years. Why are you coming after me for taxes? Well, because you know we got to pay for all the insanity here. This stuff isn't free. Right, <laughs> it's crazy. Talking to Adam Carolla, everything reminds me of something. Advice, answers, but no apologies. Uh, book is out. It's doing well. I see you all over the place. Uh, you want people to take one thing away from the book. Uh, what What is that one thing? Um, it's funny. I mean, I think a lot of people lose sight of comedy. They start to think about politics a little too much. But ultimately, I'm a comedian. And if I write a book, that book has to be funny. And this book is funny. But I would just say go to Amazon, read the reviews. If you like what you read, then uh, go out and get it. When it comes to comedy, uh, uh, you think cancel culture, and again, we talk about whatever it is, you know, the, the, the I call it the revenge culture. Do you, do you think it helps, like somebody like you, somebody like, you know, the Bill Burrs of the world, I think it helps them at times because it gives them something. I think if you're young and you're coming up, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you have to establish yourself as that person that doesn't play that game. And if you stab yourself in that, then it could actually be part of your brand. I mean, it could could benefit you. But if you're coming up, it's probably more difficult. But it's always, you know, comedy's a tough business. It's always been a tough business. There's, you know, X amount of people who want to do it. There's X amount of people who can do it. There's X amount of time on stage. It's just, it, it's, it's always tough for one reason or another. This is just another reason. But if you're really good... It's, it's you know it's no different than being a singer, being a dancer, you know, being a, look at a low percentage job, talk radio host. You're really good. You'll figure it out. That that much I know. Everything reminds me of something. Advice, answers, but no apologies. Adam Carolla's new book. Adam, appreciate you coming on today, my man. Thanks for having me. Always good to talk to you. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. If you missed any of the show, including the interview there for Corolla, make sure you grab the podcast. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Chad. Go there. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. Man seeing Doodle last night. Tell my wife, he won't leave me alone. He's running around in circles like he's a puppy. He's bouncing around. I don't know what he's doing. It was crazy fun to watch. And I love the fact that he is older and happier than he's ever been. All because the supplement I give him from Rough Greens. Right? Vitasmart just is amazing. Just sprinkling on top of his food. And away it goes. That's all I did. Nothing different. Didn't change his food. Didn't do anything. Just sprinkle this. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. They love the taste, but the win is how they feel. Started my puppies on it, and Doodle, well, he's living proof, literally living proof that it works. Get your Rough Greens for free. It's a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Go there now. Get a bag for free. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Love it. Corolla, if you miss any of the interview, grab the podcast. Appreciate him coming on uh, today and taking time. The new book uh, is out now. Interesting way to do a book, though, having people, you know, just because so much of what he does is off the cuff. And when you sit down and you're writing and you're working with people, it's not going to be the same. This was just kind of fired off in a random way. And a lot of what is on there that is hilarious is not safe for radio. Not safe for radio. So uh, it was interesting, though. Very good book. Very interesting. Very funny. And the fact that Kung Fu is in there, as we all know, Westerns and Kung Fu, you put them together, uh, it's a win for me. It is a big day across the country. Uh, today is, well, it's primary day here in Arizona, a few other states, Michigan. Uh, it is many people in particular are looking at what is going on here in Arizona as is this Trumpism versus conservatism. So you have Carrie Lake, who is who, who is trying to win the nomination for the Republican side. She's been backed by Trump. She's a former newscaster here. Uh, I don't really have any problems with Carrie. But uh, the always looking back at the 2000 mules thing and, you know, and the election of 2020, it's it's I'm over it. I think a lot of people are. She has said some some crazy things. And then there's a question about is she who she says she is, because for years it looked like she was a devout Democrat. Uh, uh, Not that you can't change your mind. I've always said that you can change your mind, but it is the the full, complete 180 that she has done, including in 2017 on January 20th, the day that Trump was sworn in on her Facebook page, hashtag not my president, and all of these things that she put out there compared to where she is now. She's running against Karen Taylor Robeson, who's a very uh, old school conservative is the best way to to put it. And the way that they're kind of going at each other has been what we've talked about a lot, which is the working class Republican, which is really kind of gaining ground, which is where the Democrats dominated for years. And the the as 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 Karen has painted, uh, you know, look, uh, I'm here to do a job. I'm serious where people look at Carrie. And it's like she's a fighter. She's going to push back. 
but she said some some wacky things. And if your only goal is to overturn the 2020 election, uh, I don't think uh, anybody's really excited about that because there's nothing you can do about it. But she's already come out and said, oh, you know, Carrie Lake is eh, They've already cheated. And, uh, you know, this is this is this is it. We've already found cheating. She's already setting up a narrative that if I win, it will only be because of fraud. And that is that is wrong. I think that in and of itself should should disqualify her from being the governor of this great state. She's already attempting to undermine the vote before the votes are even counted. Yeah, and that's not good. I mean, that's not good. Yesterday we joked. So, uh, you know, we had Sharpie Gate here. We had many other things uh, take place here. Obviously, the ninjas and all that wackiness. So yesterday, uh, my on-air partner, I had a bunch of stuff to do throughout the day, and 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 I just I couldn't make it out. He went out to the Maricopa County Recorder's office, and which is uh, you know been the 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 debate of insanity for a while. And he went out and he got the new pentals, they're called, the new ballot uh, paper. So they have like test ballots and uh, brought them all back. And on air, we, we played around with them. And you can't, they don't bleed through. And even if they did bleed through, there's nothing on the other side. So the narrative's being pay, uh, painted already that there's going to be cheating that's being done. Then you move to Michigan and Michigan again, also in a uh, very interesting Trumpism race, those kind of things. But one of the things this lady talked about, which I thought to be very telling, and I saw MSNBC trying to paint this picture last night about the fact that, uh, you know, oh, they're, they're weaponizing schools now, the Republicans. I'm a mom of four girls, so my girls are all in school right now. I see what's happening in our education system. Our education system has been in a steady decline. We're 38th in the nation right now. But if we stay on the trajectory we're on by 2030, well, all the data shows we'll be in the bottom five states in the nation. Yeah, so they're weaponizing schools. It's it's. No, they're not. Education should be about education. That's what it should be about. We have now allowed so much of whatever you want to call it, the CRT, the the feelings over facts, the the how are your emotions get into school that it, it is ridiculous. And I think parents are pushing back. Even some that are liberal are saying, well, wait a minute here. Uh, no. No, this is not why we're sending our kid to school. This is not what this is about. So it's going to be very interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on tonight. Of course, we're going to have uh, coverage all day tomorrow about it. But in many places, there's a lot of Trumpism versus old school conservatism tonight. Is that going to be something that we finally see Trumpism slowly but surely get its place but not dominate? Or will this be a domination and the Republican Party will be changing? For good. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A fun show as always. Love getting through the day with you. It is Tuesday. It's primary day across the country in a lot of places. Go get yourself a taco. Make sure you vote. Have a good one. We'll do it again tomorrow. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.